0: This podcast is not brought to you by Velveeta. If your pussy doesn't sound like real quick, then it is not good.
1: Cause that's the bottom line. Yo, it's another episode of the Jet Set. Today I have a very special guest. I have the Avatar. He is—he has mastered <laughs> earth bending, fire bending, women bending. We have Chef Ross.
0: What a do, baby.
1: Yo, what's good, my guy? What's cracking, lacking, baby? Thank, Thank you. you for having me. No, no problem. Thank you for being on the show, guys.
0: He cooks. Absolutely, he cooks. I, I cook sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> he he's a now chef. Really but do... <laughs> he does other shit too. Yeah. Right now, it's mostly staying at home and you know, you know, watching pornography. Uh, uh. Oh no! But uh, <laughs> like what everybody else is fucking doing right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, Pornhub. With good, their, man. Uh, I'm chilling, bro. Chilling. Just uh, right now, we are podcasting from our cell phones because I don't have. My mom is not giving me my material, my microphones. <laughs> so I'm like podcasting my underwear right now. It's the shit.
0: Yo, that ass. Yo, same here, brother. They're, same here. It's
1: fucking comfy. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So this guy is is actually one of the coolest people
0: I know. Yeah. You know, it's it's actually really funny how, I don't even know how we met, but all I remember one time is we ended up stumbling on the same party and all I hear is, yo, is that Ross? And Jethro is fucking rolling up in the corner with our boy Sean. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Smoke weed every day. And all, all, all I remember is getting drunk and joining the life, And we were walking around like the middle of Corona. Not coronavirus. This is back in like, I don't know, God knows, 20, 2014, 2015. Damn, we were we were kids. Yeah, hell yeah. I still feel like a kid, bro. What the hell? Corona.
1: Corona, like, you know, for all my millions of followers out there, Corona in Queens, you know? <laughs> Corona Queens, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Corona, that's why they changed it to COVID. Like, you don't want to get it, you know, miscon-
0: the misconceptions and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chilling by the realest El Poyo Loco. You know what I'm saying? El Pollo Campero. You fucking you know. know. Pollo, po- shit. Spanish words. That stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We bilingual, multilingual up in this bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I'm Filipino. I speak more Spanish than my own language.
0: <laughs> yo, absolutely. Yo, working, working in a in a kitchen full of Mexicans, man. I love these guys. They're they're the hardest workers I've ever met, and all they do is talk shit about you. And then you, <laughs> and, and then, yo, I swear to God, I'm like I'm like the tallest dude there, but I'm like the slowest dude there too. So all they do is talk shit, but it's mad fun because they're hilarious people, and all you know at the end of the day it's not learned how to cook but how to speak spanish and how to speak dirty spanish <laughs> it is amazing it is the funnest shit ever i love them
1: it's it's the shit man spanish you spanish <laughs> is it helps you in all forms of life if you go on vacation Absolutely. and you're lost you just be like uh papi uh donde esta Ah, uh, fuck coño cabron you just
0: <laughs> <laughs> mama fuck what am i trying to say <laughs> yo when i went to when i met when i went to mexico with my with my fiance yo that was probably like the time that like people were not expecting some big fat brown asian dude to speak spanish to them and i was just like all right cool i got you guys you know (laughs) let me let me let me try to find my way myself you know i ended up not getting lost and shit but it was pretty tight you know
1: yo congratulations by the way so i i saw your entire like Proposal video and I, oh, I, cro- God. I creamed a little bit. <laughs> I was like, damn, this- Ugh, did Nicholas Sparks write this? This man flew like halfway across the world to just propose to his girl, and it was
0: just like, all right,
1: fuck, did Nicholas yeah, Sparks man. write this shit?
0: <laughs> Bro, that was probably one of the wildest trips I've ever had. You know, because like she was, her one of her very 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 best friends uh, is lives in London, but she's, uh, I think. She has family in uh, in Morocco, so what happened was this was back uh, in December, but she's been she was she planned the trip in like November October, and she was begging me to go, but you know due to my work, I you know I wasn't able to take off. But uh, the day after she booked her trip, I spoke to her best friend, uh, and I was like, "Yo, like I think I'm gonna go just to propose." And she's like, "Oh my God, you have to do it." So I bought, I booked my ticket the day after she she booked hers, and I didn't tell her. And for like a whole month, I had to keep that shit a secret. You know, she was begging me every day to be like, "Are you sure you can't come with me to London?" And then you know we're gonna go to Morocco, whatever. We're gonna go to Marrakesh, and shit's gonna be fun. She has family there, and I was like, "Nah, I can't." But it was really tough, fucking keeping a secret, man. Because you know, just like every couple, you know, we fight, and then you know, I came, I came close to telling her, you know, my secret, like, you know. At least more than one time, you know what I mean? But, uh yo, I fucking... I, I traveled at least almost 24 hours. I flew to uh, I flew to France. My first time in France, that was lit. Shout out to my fucking... My taxi driver in France because that was the time the whole... The metro system was shut down. So he drove me from one airport to the other. I, I was in the cab with this man for, like... I'm not going to lie to you, like three and a half hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. He drove me from... The first airport I got to into the city, you know, I had to stop at Supreme because I'm I'm a fucking idiot. So I stopped, at, <laughs> I stopped at Supreme in Paris to cop, you know, to cop something just just for the memory of it. And he told me, you know, I'll wait for you out here. I was like, all right, bet. So he drove me all the way to my other airport. And then, you know, from there, I met this Moroccan dude on a plane who was actually just got out the army. And he had like a family in, in New Jersey. I was like, and he has mad bread. So shout out to him, you yeah, Sam, if you if you ever come across this, let's partner up. I need an investor. I digress. So whatever you know, I pull up to to Marrakesh. Uh, my my home girl's brother picked me up from the from the airport. Surprised her. We cried. It was emotional. I had the best orange juice of my life ever <laughs> in in Morocco, bro. That shit is mad sweet. There are mad monkeys around. It was lit. It was crazy. You know what I mean. And then. I flew back. I flew to like eight countries in, in like, you know, three days. You know, shit was wild, but it was it was uh it was very, very much uh the trip of a lifetime, even though it was only for like three days.
1: That was all in three days?
0: Three days, bro. Three fucking days, because that's all I could fucking squeeze. You know, that's that's how that's how the trip, you know, uh worked itself out. And it was it was very wild. It was very wild. Was there a fiance there for longer or she was only there for three days as well? She was out for like a week and a half. She was in like London for the first half, and then in, in Morocco for the second half. And I was there for the last leg of her Morocco trip. Damn, that's but uh, that's fucking yeah, wild. It was wild, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yo, Morocco is lit, bro. Morocco is fucking lit. It's it's such a sick place. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, co- country and culture. And I got two pairs of fake Easy's for for <laughs> forty bucks American. Damn, <laughs> <They have> forty <laughs> bucks American, two pairs. Forty. 40 bucks American for two pairs of fake Yeezys. And bro, let me tell you, these shits are fucking like damn near perfect. Like perfect replicas.
1: You heard it here first. This man does everything, god damn it. He cooks, <laughs> he goes around the world, and gets fake
0: Yeezys. Shit. And he did all that shit damn. in three days. Three days, bro. I've chatted with a backpack. I thought they were gonna let me in the country because I look like a fucking criminal, bro.
1: I have bills like on my fucking wall that I haven't touched in months. And it's like, "You do all this in three days?" <laughs> like,
0: the fuck, <laughs> bro? Uh, yo, when they when they saw me coming to the airport, bro, they had to look at my passport like eleven times, <laughs> and I got I got security checked twice on two flights, and I thought I was gonna make it. They were like, "We need passenger Ross Panetta for, f- for a flight going to Morocco, flight number." whatever and yeah and then they pulled out like three other people i'm just like hey i was just curious what is this search for oh for drugs (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just like you motherfuckers man
1: he's like i've only been here three days god damn it (laughs) it's like just because i have a fucking
0: tattoo on my neck you know looking like a fucking criminal looking like a thug out here nah bro
1: i i'd be looking at that i'd be looking at your your photos on instagram it's like yo Damn, this is the coolest fucking guy I've ever seen. You got the Supreme shit. You got the, the hype <laughs> guy sky
0: going on, tatted out. I'm your, I'm your typical Filipino, but <laughs> essentially, I love Supreme. I love tattoos, and I love line dancing. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you know I mean, shit. What's good with you, though? How, how are you? How are you been, you know, holding up in this pandemic? Bro, I, just,
1: I have literally done everything. I applied to school. I am now podcasting. I still work, but work is just eh, it is what it is. Like I work at the airport. You know, people come through back and out, like back and forth, but it's there's not much going on. Like it's it, shit is slow. I still get a I paycheck and like it's it's pretty cool, man. I've been running a lot because I see a lot of people just like eating and baking and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, you know how hard it is to find fucking yeast? Well, back then <laughs>
0: <Yeah. coughs> Yo, absolutely, absolutely. I just wanna I just want to claim I I just wanna like throw this out right now. I sincerely applaud everyone who has been cooking more and, you know, has been trying to, you know, learn how to cook for themselves because of not going out, obviously. But I just want to say, I just want, I, I got to throw this out right now. I was probably one of the first people to make banana bread before the banana bread came <laughs> wave. This, I, I, I want to say at least during this pandemic. I didn't put it on Instagram because I don't want to be like, oh, he's making banana bread. Like, yo, banana bread is one of the easiest fucking things to make. Like, you could, you don't need, you know, culinary technique to to make banana bread. It is so easy to make. But everyone's just like, oh, my God, I made banana bread. Like, yes, bitch. Like, hashtag banana bread, hashtag chef life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever. Whatever, man. That that kind of, I hate cooking trends. I really, I really dislike cooking trends.
1: Really? Is, is there a yeah, cooking I, trend right now, aside from banana, banana bread?
0: Banana, banana bread, fucking... Oh, uh, actually, one one actually really cool one out there right now that I, I, I respect is uh people are making sourdough. People are doing, like, sourdough starters. People are making mad bread. Bread is actually very hard to make. That, that's not banana bread, because banana bread is dessert. You need to fucking put sugar and, like, shit in an oven. You don't even need fucking ooh, yeast or whatever. You just need to put flour and eggs together, and then it rises like the morning sun on Sunday, but, uh, yeah, sourdough bread, like it's is pretty tight right now. That's a, uh, that's a big thing.
1: Yo, is there a difference? What is the difference between like the yeast you're supposed to use in your food and like the yeast that grows under your nutsack sometimes?
0: Like, cause. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, <laughs> essentially. So yeast, yeast is, uh, you know, like a, like a culture, you know what I mean? Um, and, the I wouldn't recommend putting the yeast from your nut sack in bread because you could probably get somebody sick from it because you know like your all your glands and all the bacteria from your pee hole goes down there and shit. You don't fucking so, know
1: until you try it. Also, culture I mean, is the album uh, of the Migos,
0: so you know what? Yeah, it's
1: yeah, a good yeah. thing. <laughs>
0: I mean, sometimes you need a little culture in your bread, you know what I mean?
1: Just use... Guys, just use it. Just use the your, the culture from your nuts. Boom. Right there. Absolutely. Nut bread. Absolutely. That's
0: banana uh, nut bread. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There you go. Banana nut bread. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That's that shit. Yo, we have uh,
1: July 4th coming up tomorrow. It just occurred to me now.
0: I mean, yo, I don't think this is really a time to be celebrating America. No. America's not doing a great job. <laughs> no, right no. We don't. Have, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> When I think of July 4th, I don't even think about celebrating America. I just think about, like, barbecue. That's
0: it. Barbecue and aliens. Aliens?
1: Why aliens?
0: Yeah, because Independence Day. Will Smith fucking...
1: Oh, uh, shit.
0: That that dude, uh, Jack Daniels, whatever that dude's name is. He played the president. (laughs) He played the president. And uh, my my, my son, my son, Jeff Goldblum, bro. He is the the swaggiest, swaggiest dude on earth. I'm going to tell you right now. Jeff Goldblum, mad swag, bro. He's OG,
1: bro. He's, oh, he's geez, the one that, that brought
0: he's... those thick glasses to popularity. Exactly. <coughs> bro. Damn, you... But yo, uh, another thing I want to say, sorry to cut you off, is it's cool. happy that you're running, bro. It's so hard to stay fit during this time. Oh my <laughs> god.
1: Nah, man, that's just, that's just for the hoes. I'm fucking fat as shit. <laughs> yo, I run for like one day. I'm just like, yup, let me just put it up so it looks like I'm active. But in reality, I, like, I go home, I eat a Philly cheesesteak, like just, my diet is shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Are you going to be uh, barbecuing tomorrow? Uh, I mean, potentially. I know I know, some people have uh, contacted me about, hey, man, can we do a social distant gathering? You know, six feet apart, okay. ribs six feet apart, chicken six feet apart type of thing. I'm like, all right, cool.
1: What the fuck is that? No, just, like, <laughs> yo, if you're sick, stay home. And you feel healthier, you got tested, pull up. I feel like it's more of that
0: type of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, let me see your fucking let me see the test results bro before I meet up with you. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean. Are you do you have culture on your dick? Because if you do then that means you're probably healthy. <laughs> oh, also
1: I need some for bread. <laughs> I need that nut bro. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Imagine going to your neighbor and be like, Hey, can I see your nut sack real quick? <laughs> I need a bar I need a bar of some yeast for my bread. <laughs> Yo. Disgusting.
1: I, I think it's funny that we, we met in a French class in college, we never spoke a word to each other, but we just knew each other. That's you know? how we fucking
0: met. <laughs> I know
1: Filipino guys. He's gonna, he's gonna pop up somewhere in my life because all Filipinos are just
0: connected. Absolutely. It's kind of disgusting. <laughs> it's really... It really is disgusting, honestly. I, I You know what I mean? It's like, it's fucking, you know... Maybe, you know, I don't fucking know. We we could probably be cousins for all we know.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. This is exactly why I do- <laughs> This is why I don't date Asian girls. Because I'm afraid that I'm going to pull up to, like, one of my uncle's parties. I'm going to see that girl. I'm just like, oh, what the fuck are you doing here? She's going to be like, oh, this is my uncle's party. No, this is my uncle's party. Boom. That's <laughs> some Game of oh, Thrones God. shit.
0: Oh, my God. That, yeah, you know what? Before, before I, uh, you know... I started dating, uh, Karen, my, uh, who is yeah, obviously not my fiance. I told myself, I was like, dude, I can't date Filipino girls anymore, man. Like I can't. And she said the same thing, man. She's like, Oh, I can't date Filipino guys. But lo and fucking behold, that's how the universe works. They're like, Oh, you don't want to date another Filipino. All right, I bet. Here you go.
1: Oh, that's all I need to say. to Filipino girls. Ugh, I fucking hate Filipino girls. Sub bitch? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yo, what up though? <laughs>
1: Shout out to uh, Queensborough Community College for molding our minds. You're a cook. I do do anything. I, I
0: literally do no work. Literally, I, I
1: stand there all day just, like, hitting on girls flying through.
0: I <laughs> mean, that's lit, though. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, y- you could see all the foreign girls that, you know, you've, you've ever, like, dreamed of. And you could really make uh, an impression. Like, oh, my God. Like, that's a real New Yorker. <laughs> like,
1: You're Ma, I'm not, you I'm not I'm American.
0: Need, <laughs> Ma, I need to check your bag
1: real quick. You all right?
0: And then, like, when you're when you're when you're searching through her bag, just like slip your number in there, real quick. <laughs> yo, the- it'll be. It'll be- <laughs>
1: <laughs> not even I'll, I'll I'll like straight up say like, yo, where you flying to? You know, I got discount tickets. What's up? Oh
0: shit! I do
1: not get discount tickets. I just be lying my ass off.
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like cooking was also like my way to impress women because I wow. also <laughs> am am the type of guy to like have absolutely zero skills. Yeah you know I mean I feel like my skills growing up consisted of World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Counter Strike.
1: He's good with and his fingers, uh, y'all. He's good with his fingers. Yeah,
0: it, I'm fast, you know what I'm saying? I c I, you know, I, I get uh I get a clicking. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh I like I used to work at an open kitchen and uh that was probably like the sickest experience ever because you people you know, people see you sweating on their food <laughs> but they're like, Oh my god, that's like kinda hot because he's like slinging fucking meat in front of me. You know, cutting shit. He's getting yelled at by his chef, and he's still cooking my food and putting on a show. So I was like, that was like, All right, I could probably impress girls by telling them I cook. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I, I learned to cook only
1: to impress girls too, son. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> what was your go-to dish to impress someone
0: at my restaurant, or like in general? In general, I feel like yo, not yo, not for nothing, bro. Like at the start, I feel like most most. Girls are impressed by like how you cook their steak like just just kind of like looking back at it whenever I would you know cook dinner for somebody but like obviously make it like flashy is cook a really, really, really thick steak and some really good potatoes, mm. like really good potatoes um that's that's usually like what the start of it is be like, oh my god, like it's 'cause I like my meat pink in the middle, you know what i mean yeah. so like, you got you gotta show them what you like
1: for all the shorties out here. You know, I'm a single man, and I know how to handle the meat, y'all So You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Honestly, if if you're a shitty cook out here, all you need to learn is sous vide. You, it's like boiling Absolutely. your meat, and then you just put that shit on a cast iron and...
0: Real quick, it's so fun, bro. It it's, is the funnest shit ever.
1: It's fun, it's easy, and it makes your meat taste delicious.
0: Absolutely. Yo, have you ever uh, seen American Pie? Uh, I just saw the scene where... Jason Biggs fucks the pie. And for <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth, obviously, because she was really hot.
1: Oh, my God. I was a little – I was a little – I was I was disgusting when it came to that. I was like, yo. Hornball, baby. Boobs.
0: Yo. Boobs. <laughs> I feel like – you know, I feel like most dudes, like, have their first – oh, my God. Like, is this what a woman's body looks like at such a young age? Because I remember I – like, I feel like we would have the same mindset – like I, I guess in just terms of you and me, like the first time I ever saw like you know something on in a movie where like somebody got naked or like I saw like a side move or some shit, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> People could
1: see that. When I was younger, I thought all see my sexuality didn't kick in until a little bit later on in life because I uh, I thought all girls had dicks. Oh shit! <laughs> I thought they were the same as me. I was like, oh, you guys have dicks too, right? They're like the fuck is that? <laughs> Like, you know, the dangly thing, and you got, like, the yeast, all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) When I found out they didn't have dicks, my eyes fucking opened up to a whole new world. It's a shit. Also. It's so wild. I was going to say, would you fuck a pie, dude? Do you think pie feels like pussy?
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't think I could ever bring myself around to violating food. I know I can personally. <laughs> I definitely know. I,
1: I'm not gonna say I fucked. So, I'm not saying I fucked a homemade fleshlight. I'm just saying I know how to make one out of tape, plantains, and
0: a Pringles can.
1: Hey yo, what the fuck? Just saying I know how to make it.
0: <laughs> oh god. I feel like, I feel like don't most dudes like practice on like a grapefruit or some shit or like something like, like a yeah like a grapefruit, a grapefruit or like an orange <laughs> <laughs> or some shit. I don't know because like. It's squishy, it's wet, and it's easy to, to to cut a hole into. You know what I mean?
1: This man definitely fucked a grapefruit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen it. <laughs> but, you know, to the, to the you know, to popular ears, yes, that might be what they all assume.
1: I know Tiffany Haddish said one time, like, yo, you got to suck a dude's dick with a grapefruit on it. I support that. If there's any women out here right now trying to suck dick with a grapefruit. You get a gold star. You got a gold fucking star.
0: Kudos to you if you if you've done that already.
1: Do it with a mask. Just cut a hole in it. It's safe.
0: <laughs> COVID free. COVID, COVID free. free. It's
1: COVID porn. It's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all about the taboo shit. I'm all about freaky shit when it comes to sex, man. I'm I'm all about that. I'm disgusting, bro. I'll be spinning in buttholes, all that. So, <laughs> yeah, yo, give me a butt. <laughs> I, 'cause i 'cause I feel like you know like a lot of dudes are afraid to like be okay with their sexuality, you know what I mean, like they gotta be like this manly ass man, and like i yeah I, yeah, some women like that shit, but i I feel like at the end of the day like you gotta be you gotta be okay you know with yourself and you know show that i, I the woman doesn't just have to be freaky, you know what I mean like I feel like it's so important for for the woman to know that like. Fuck, I could be freaky too. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to do all the I'm not gonna do all the shit in the world, but I could do more shit than your average typical dude. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, that's that's something very important. It keeps keep shit spicy, man. You gotta keep shit spicy. Absolutely. I will choke the shit
1: out of a bit. So she turned purple <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, breathe, 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 breathe goddamn it. <laughs> I, I didn't know, so one time I saw your Instagram live and you had this dude saying like, yo, and I thought it was going to be like, you know, some family friendly shit. It's like, so what kind of food do you make? He was like, Where, where's the freakiest place you fucked? I was like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> They're not going to take oh, offense uh, to this? And then you guys oh, started answering the shit?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my PR guy, JV. He's literally, he looks exactly like me. And he is the gay version of me. And I love <laughs> him to death, bro. He is such a good dude. He is probably... I, I've never worked with a PR before. But if, if there's any PRs in the world that need, like, uh, a reference, he is how you should be. Because he is on top of shit, bro. Like, literally. Like, he will remind me about everything. He'll tell me how to fucking live my life and do my job. But fuck it. It's for the better. But when when we were doing that, when we were doing that um, that interview... It was kind of just, like, what, what Fire Kitchen's about. Uh, for those that don't know, Fire Kitchen is um, my company, my brand that uh, Karen and I run. And we do, like, private dinners from our uh, apartment, well, pre-COVID. And it was kind of like an interview thing to get to know us. And then we were just like, yo, what, what up with the spicy questions? Because I know, like, uh, Karen's Homegirls, like, definitely submitted questions that were very, like, you know, personal and like we're okay with that you know what I mean like we have nothing to hide you know and like that was definitely like uh you know one of those questions you know that's just like oh like that's that's absolutely fine
1: that's cool man that's that's cool that you guys like you love each other and you guys are just open you're like whatever it is what it like this is our life
0: yeah I mean most people like I mean yeah are there obviously you know aspects to our relationship and and our personal lives that we like to keep personal obviously but I mean, for the most part, you know, people want to hear that shit. People want to hear the the spicy shit.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, that's why I be talking about spitting and butts all the time. Like, oh yeah,
0: girls. <laughs> I mean, Just spread them cheese. They they some yo. I feel like like one out of every three women like that.
1: Nah, there's definitely more. There's definitely more.
0: One out of every two.
1: Oh, you. <laughs> I'm trying to think right now. I was like, that, I've messed around with some girls that didn't even like me going down and eating. And I'm just like, what the fuck? It's Damn. Like, it was like I was being deprived of, like, food.
0: I take pride in that, bro. bro I, I take definitely pr-
1: take pride in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You,
0: you have to. I I, I appreciate you, bro. So I appreciate you.
1: I dive in a pussy, and I'm just like, Brr, just in
0: there. In in the words of, of my very good friend, Matt Felix, we call that scuba diving with no oxygen, mask. <laughs> honestly that's 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 how we do it what
1: a greater what a great way to die can you imagine your family goes to to your funeral and the eulogy is like yo he died doing what he loved
0: i i tell karen that all the time she might hate me for saying this but i tell karen that all the time i I tell that if i if there's if i don't die like natural causes or like some really fucked up way i will die in the pussy for sure (laughs) absolutely
1: that's a great Tinder line. I, I might use that. It's like, yo, if, if I don't die through COVID, I want to die
0: in your pussy. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, but yo, change change your profile right now and let me see how many more swipes you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. That, that'll, that'll be lit. Bro,
1: I'll do it and I'll do it for the week and we'll see what happens.
0: We'll see what happens. Oh, my God. That'll be, that'll be sick to get, like, an average of, like, 10 more responses a day.
1: I I I see some pretty funny like covid related t- uh Tinder pickup lines like yo if covid don't take you out can i I was just like oh, what oh <laughs> I want to die in the oh, pussy man. that should sound way way weird
0: yeah yo I'm, like that's like yo straight straight to the money straight to the point you know what i'm saying maybe here to fuck around maybe not here to fuck around maybe i'm here to stay for a long time but like Fuck it.
1: Who knows? Who knows? And for all the Tinder girls out here, uh, that you know we're talking right now, this is not really the real person I am. I'm just like a good Catholic guy, but I will definitely f- fucking destroy your pussy. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god. Oh my god. Shout out to my shout out to my Catholic girls. They freak as fuck. Oh
1: my god. Definitely. The first my first girlfriend was a was a big Catholic girl, and she hated me when we had sex. She was like, Jesus hates me now. I'm like, Nah,
0: but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus may hate you, but I definitely love you. <laughs> oh, God. That
1: uh, that relationship was a, a good metaphor. It was a plane that crashed, and all the survivors got shot in the face. That That's how that went.
0: God damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Jeez. So I, I see that, you know, you out here doing your cooking thing. I've seen your video on doing banh mis and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and your BuzzFeed videos. Would you ever, like, yeah. do, like, those cooking competitions? Like, I, I watch a lot of Cutthroat Kitchen
0: um, absolutely. You know what I mean? Uh, my Karen is always asking me like, yo, can you do chopped? Can you do fucking like, you know, Master Chef? Can you do something? Because I, I feel like my, my forte definitely is, is using ingredients that one, I don't know what it is. And two, using whatever it is I have on hand, because essentially what, what, how fire kitchen started out. We called it Familia, right? And uh, I love cooking family meal at the restaurant. So family meal is pretty much the time before service starts. And sometimes after service, uh, the everyone gets together front of house and back of house and cooks a meal. Uh, I mean, the, the back of house cooks a meal for everybody. And we all just kind of take a break and sit down and eat, even if it's for just for 10 minutes, you know. And I think uh, that's where I really blossom as a chef, because I'm not like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I don't know what to use. Like I'll use whatever it is in front of me and whatever else I have on hand. Um, but yeah, I would love to do a cooking competition. Actually, I just finished filming uh, a new BuzzFeed video the other day, um, at my house, uh, that should be coming out in like two weeks. It's something like some, some clickbaity kind of thing, or it's like, which of the top, which of these celebrity burgers are, is the best recipe. So we did like five recipes, um, and I had some of my friends in the video, so I was sick. And uh, I actually just got an email from uh, this casting director for a new Food Network show for, like, Picky Eaters to host. So I'm just like, oh, I hope shit. I get that shit. will yeah, be lit. Yeah.
1: Yo, more than just, like, you know, uh, a fiancé and, like, a good cook and stuff like that. You're actually a really good, like, media, TV personality type of guy i
0: i appreciate that i'm like it's weird because i feel like i get super shy shut the fuck up you no, i shy. yo i yo i everyone says that bro everyone says that but i personally like i get like this little like anxiety like if i go in front of people you know you know when sean used to you know uh went up to like new Rican and shit and yeah. did his like open mics and I, I i would do it with him i would go there there would be weeks Uh, in a row that I would go and it's like fucking scary to get up in front of like mad people and just like have the spotlight on you and I guess that kind of shed my fear for the most part of it but I still get like nervous like if I'm you know like in a crowd of people that I don't know or I mean I, I guess that's like for anybody but especially like in front of a camera it gets a little bit more awkward if if I if I could end up being like a host on like a major television network I'd be pretty lit. (laughs) i'll be be like
1: yo i fucking know that guy you see that guy in that show i fucking know him he's on my podcast (laughs) he's on my podcast (laughs) listen to it i need views clickbait (laughs) clickbait he talks about uh, sex
0: boom (laughs) no but you know you know what i mean i feel like a lot of people you know are scared to to do what they want especially you know, in front of their friends, because here's here's like the here's like the weird contradictory thing. Right. Or I I don't know if contradictory is like the right word, but like you want your friends to support what you do. Right. At the end of the day, you want your friends to listen to this podcast. I want my friends to shout out my dinners. I'm like, I want more people to come to my dinners, you know, when we start doing it again. But I feel like when it comes to doing the things you want to do, you know. For example, like this podcast or, you know, if I want to do like home YouTube videos, I feel weird because I don't want to get judged by my friends, which is like weird because you wouldn't expect them to judge you. But sometimes like you be like, oh, like I didn't know you did that or oh, you're you're a YouTuber now or you know what I mean? You, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, do you, do you get, you know, it's like it's like that weird like I want to do this, but I might get flack for it because it's like. I haven't done it before or like I might be corny or I don't know. Like it's weird. And then everyone tells you like, Oh, who gives a shit about what other people are thinking or whatever. But I'm like, I kind of do give a shit about what other people think and say, because it's like, if, if my friends, you know, obviously support me, then I wouldn't expect them to, to get backlash. But you know, there's always that, that little insecurity that like, Oh damn, my friends, I might get made fun of.
1: Absolutely. There's times where I'm just like, yo, I'm going to do something. I don't know what a lot of the times actually I don't know what the fuck I'm doing but y'all just just come along for the ride mm-hmm. just come along like you know you don't even have to say anything like just you being there is enough like this, yeah absolutely this podcast I I knew nothing about making a podcast I knew nothing about editing and all that shit and here I am just doing it but because like fuck it and I hear the oh man fuck what other people think I take pride in my work I, I take pride it's yeah, uh, it's so hard here, being funny like all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think that's where I think that's where, you know, you have to accept and excel in 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 what you do because if you're funny, you're fucking funny, you know what I mean? Like fuck it, be, you know, like amplify the fact that you're funny, you know? And then, you know, same thing with me and like cooking. I never thought I could make a fucking career out of it, but fuck it, I did. And, you know, it's it's something I wouldn't change. And it's an experience I wouldn't change. And it's it's honestly amazing.
1: Are you, are you ready for a, a big peer jerker here? What up? When I saw that you went to um, culinary, was it CIA? No, it wasn't CIA. Uh, it was I went to ICC.
0: ICC. ICC.
1: That was the one down like near Soho or in Soho.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on, right on grand.
1: Yeah, I remember you and I spoke a while ago. And then you went there. I was just like, holy shit. I've always wanted to cook. I actually pulled up to the school and I did an interview and stuff like that. They showed me around the they showed me around the kitchen downstairs where the the students make food. I was really really close to going to that school. I really wanted to be a chef. Like you, like seeing what you do it what you did inspired me to kind of learn to
0: cook. I appreciate that. I like damn, that damn. It's Oh cr- god. It's crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, like what like the one thing that's I think is pretty sick that uh I want a lot of people to understand are our uh, friendships um that are not are inconsistent. Like, you know, this I would consider this uh an inconsistent friendship in the terms of that I don't see you all the time, I don't talk to you all the time, but when you hit me up or if I hit you up, I don't act like Oh, like I'd never really fuck with you, so why are you even talking to me? Like it's always like it's always love, bro. It's all love, you know what I mean? And I think that's super, super important for people to know. And I'm, it makes me feel, you know, really good that you know I could inspire somebody to uh to do to to go almost to that length to you know to to go visit the school to you know, uh you know, to to have these interviews to, to check it out. You know what I mean? I'm I'm all about following what feels true to you. You know, and like, yeah, sure, I may also be a hypocrite sometimes and I might say some kind of judgy shit. But at the end of the day, if my boys are winning, if my fam is winning, if my all my friends are winning, that's that's really it at the end of the day. You know, and it's it's really Sometimes I kind of don't believe when people tell me that I'm a great cook or I'm a I'm a chef, I'm a great chef or I'm I'm this guy I'm that guy I don't believe people when they tell me because I, I came from a place of very low self confidence and uh, you know it, it 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 turns into damn do I believe this person or are they saying this because they want something from me or you know, whatever, whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, you kind of, just like you said earlier, you're, you, you're proud of what you do and you take pride in what you do. And that's something that took me a long time to learn. Uh, even, even to this day, you know, I, I feel like I don't, sometimes I take the opportunities that have been presented to me for granted because it's like, is that, is this even real? Or like, do people really take an interest? And, you know, for the, for, for the majority of it, people actually really do take interest. So for you to tell me that I inspired you really, you know, makes me feel really good. And, and, uh, I, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I, you know, I I would hope that, you know, other people are also inspired by what I do because other people inspire me, you know, you can't just get somewhere because whatever, you know, like you, you just thought of it, like you have to have seen something, you have to have seen somebody do it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you you kind of just got to go through the motions of, of is this what I want to do?
1: Yeah, man. I always believe that you as a person, like e- each individual is just a collection of everyone that they've ever met. You know, so like, you know, whether I'm podcasting, someone told me, it's like, wow, I really like his podcast. I want to do a podcast now. Or would you and food, just like yo, he's a really good cook. Like I kind of want to learn cook now. Like these little things that you do, you don't know how it affects other people. And it it's instead of just being like, oh, they're copying me. Nah, man. Like you're fucking inspiring. That's that's what it's happening. So yeah, everyone out here, just that's feeling a little shy or shallow about the things that they're doing. You know, either you'd be a rapper, or artist, a musician, a chef, a podcaster, whatever the case may be, man. Just fucking do it because you don't know the 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 influence you have on others.
0: That is probably one of the best points to ever make, ever. And I I think you just kind of changed my mindset about that a little bit, too. Like, with what you just said, you know, like, oh, damn, he's copying me. Like, no, like, you're inspiring. And I think I tend to forget that sometimes. And I think that's probably one of the best things I've ever heard, th- you know, this year, to be honest. Uh, you know, and uh, sometimes I forget that. Sometimes I forget that, like, you know, there's other people that want to do this and it's not just you. And, you know, for the people that that do it and uh, can be better than you, have that have that be not a threat, but a reason for you to, to, to do what you do and be, get better at it, you know? Yeah, personally, when I see people now telling me, like,
1: y'all want to do a podcast too, I'm just like, I bet, like, I fucking love competition, man. That shit thrives me. I'm just like, all right, friendly competition is good. I'm not going to do, like, some dirty <coughs> shit. But it's just like, when I hear you're doing something, I was like, all right, you know what? This is competition. I got to up my level. I got to do something bigger.
0: And I think the fear of people when they start complaining, like, oh, he's copying me or she's copying me, then it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you just going to, like, sit around and complain? You know what I mean? Or are you going to, you know, are you going to hold up to your standards and and excel in, in what you do? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that, uh, that was that was nice. that was actually uh, that hit me right in the fields, man. That was, uh, that was cool. <laughs> that was
1: deep. That was deep. I felt it yeah, too. Yeah, that was
0: deep. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: should we like hold each other and cry now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, <laughs> we just wear a mask. Oh shit!
1: All right. Okay. Pussies. vagina. Let me shift this real quick. Um, so I once had a friend who did the the hottest wing competition in New York City. Oh, shit. Do you know about the, the hottest wings in, in New York? None. Absolutely not. It's made by the, these Indian guys. You know, Indian food is fucking spicy, oh, bro.
0: Mad spicy, bro. It comes
1: in hot, and it shoots out flames out your butt. So anyway, fact. <laughs> he's eating these wings, and it's a time competition. Hottest wings ever. And it's nearly impossible, because the wings are huge. They give you, like, maybe a good eight of them. They're huge okay. wings. They're very spicy. He couldn't complete it. It's fine. Later on, him and his girl got a little freaky, you know. They was doing a thing that Velveeta. Oh God, bro, her shit was on fire.
0: Oh, <laughs> what shit. What do
1: you do in the situation? As a chef, what is your medical culinary standpoint on um hot vagina?
0: Milk, milk, just pour milk in there. I mean, you have to drink. You have to drink milk. I think. I
1: don't know. If it, I don't know if it's in her pussy. I'm thinking like that... to put blue cheese in the bitch.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> that would be wild I be. I mean I don't think I don't think I've ever gone through like having sex with a girl after eating spicy food but I've definitely done the thing where I was chopping chilies and uh, whatever you know you go to the bathroom and like you don't wash your hands I mean I've, obviously I wash my hands after I'm like cutting stuff but you, there's still some like residue. Little, little uh residue so whatever I, you know, with my out to go pee, you know, a couple minutes later, I'm like, oh I'm no. like, damn, why am I so uncomfortable? <laughs> and then, you know, I get back on the line and you know, I wash my hands and everything. I'm just like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So like, I'm like, I'm sweating at this point and like, I don't have any tickets. And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm sweating. And I'm like, I'm thinking, this, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So like I, I go downstairs and my chef was like, Oh, you forgot to put your, your chilies there. I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, yo, don't ever cut Thai chilies. Thai chilies are mad spicy. Don't ever cut Thai chilies and 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 try to whip your dick out and go pee. Or ladies, don't you know, don't wipe yourself with fucking or whatever. I don't know. Don't touch don't touch yourself.
1: <laughs> don't rub hot chilies on your vagina. It's gonna make that, you
0: sweat and yeah, burn. Oh my god. Oh my god. worst experience ever. <laughs> Also, I got, like, a, a, a chili seed, a Thai chili seed, shoot up in my eye, too. Oh, my God. That was not fun. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I would have been panicking. I was like, yo, why is my dick on fire? Was it this <laughs> good? <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it, Karen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, I'm glad. I I don't think I ever want to experience that feeling. And then it will not be good for, for either of us, you know?
1: Oh, holy shit. I, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it is just like, yo, if <laughs> if you're in the moment, and you're fucking, and then you got Thai chili seed up in your dick. Oh my god! Jeez, game over. You really gotta put blue cheese everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you, you know, maybe uh, drizzle a little Caesar salad dressing. Put some saison. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Keep some flavor for later.
1: Yo, so I was watching your BuzzFeed video <laughs> on the the Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah, okay. Th- none of them picked your dish, and I think I know why.
0: Wait, are you sure it was the Brussels one? It was the, the broccoli one was the one where, uh, where, the, where nobody picked mine. Really?
1: I thought it was a Brussels sprout
0: one. No, I did, I did three. I did The first one was broccoli. The second one was Brussels sprouts. And the third one I did last year was uh, sardines. The, I remember the, the broccoli one was the one that nobody chose mine. And I remember that I, I, looked, I, was, I was tight in the video. People always say, yo, <laughs> he looks upset. I, like I was upset. I was like, bro, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, but I, I saw it and I was like, let's go through these comments. From Alex Swanson, the Asian chef looks so sad. Nobody chose a dish. I feel you, man. Yeah, bro. I, nobody chose that dish. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but to make you feel better about this, I have a little bit of a list of make you feel just a tiny bit better. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Nothing to do with your food. Okay. From Bahrain Gracchus. That boy chef fine with like (laughs) eight e's in the end. (laughs) Um, there's another one by Kyle Osori. Hashtag Ross's daddy. Okay, okay. (laughs) And um, from your drunken Tagalog episode, because I went on a deep dive over here. Um, from James Ross, James Rob, Chef Ross kind of looks like Javell McGee. Bro, all this shit is, is fire, but no one's talking <laughs> about your food. What the fuck
0: <laughs> yo, let me I, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, bro. After that first bustry video, I got so many fucking DMs, bro. Like it was insane. And I, yo, I wasn't even at my peep, like good looks. I feel like I look I look very good now compared to what I what I look like in my first and second video. I definitely lost a lot of weight. And I got a whole bunch more tattoos. Yeah, um, I but
1: in those videos you don't even have the neckt yet.
0: Nah. That that was a game changer. That was the game changer. Um, but yo, I got so many fucking like DMs. I got so many fucking nudes. It was ridiculous. And like <laughs> I and, and like I had I had I had girls with kids that were just like, yo, like essentially yo, my kid needs a new dad. What up though? And like, yo, a lot of these girls were fucking like I I can't even I couldn't even believe that like they found me attractive. I'm just like what the fuck. Oh, I'm also gonna shout this out, bro. If you're a if you're a straight male and a gay dude finds you attractive, you are definitely attractive. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw that out there right now, because Karen Karen has noticed that a lot of gay dudes are very attractive to me, because like I give off that like that bear that <laughs> that big bear kind of shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like I don't discriminate, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't I wouldn't go sleep with a with a dude, but I, I appreciate the fact that I, I tickle someone's fancy, you know, that's other than a woman. You know what I mean? I I appreciate that. Makes me feel better about myself.
1: That's cool, man. That's cool, man. Um, for some people, like me per se, I feel like only gay dudes hit on me, son. Where yo, where the <laughs> hell is that? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> yo, but that means you're a handsome dude. You're not ugly. You're I'm not ugly. ugly oh, you have nice feet. I was like, what? Black, black. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yo, I got some beautiful ass <laughs> nice feet then. Shit, I, I guess. You might have some nice feet, bro. <laughs> and uh,
1: if you guys want to see my feet, I have it on my OnlyFans, thejetset.com. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I'm not only fans OnlyFans for cooking, bro. I was, I, mean, if, if, I was about to say, I was like, would you do that? Yeah, I, yo, I would, bro. Like, may, maybe not on some, like, ultimately, like, Sexual shit, but Karen's like, "Yo, you're just make an OnlyFans for for cooking. Just like wear nothing but your apron." I'm like, "All right, bet, bro. Just Why wear not? nothing.
1: Just wear nothing." <laughs> and I'm gonna just,
0: I'm gonna do like, I'm gonna do like that, that cheesy like, like that fucking cheesy, you know, blurred bar on my on my shit and on my on my titties because <laughs> I got man titties right now because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that blurred bar shit. Like, oh, hey guys, welcome to my channel. And you know, today we're gonna be. You know, imagine imagine having to cook like something like super oily and poppy, and it, that shit pops all over oh my you God, you're while you're cooking bacon? naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> super high heat, or I'm like I'm basting a steak, and like all that fucking hot oil and butter get all over my shit. I'm like, yeah, nah, that's not a wave. That's not a wave at all.
1: <laughs> you got yo, if that oil's coming at you, I, I don't even know how to handle it. Do I look manly for the OnlyFans? Just like
0: yeah, I fucking eat this oil, or am I like yo,
1: this shit type hot son like? about to burn my nipple off.
0: <laughs> yo, all right, yo Jen, I got I got a question for you, man. I got to ask everybody this. When you're cooking at home, right? You're cook you have you, this or I mean cooking anywhere, but when you're cooking at home and you have an oil fire, how do you put it out? I'm I and I had the answer for it, but I want to know what my other people think about this and if they know what to do. If you don't have a fire extinguisher, if you have an oil fire, what do you do?
1: Are we talking about like a like that fire is the oil, you're cooking something, is on fire and it's there for a minute? Because there's times where I'll have the fire on the oil and it's just like, boom, it went up. And I just like, I kind of just like, you know, move the pan out a little bit, whatever the food in there. And it kind of just stops.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's definitely a way because when, <clears throat> when uh, there's a little bit of water, a little, there's a little moisture, a little water and fire involved, there's definitely a big flame. So moving it out of the way is definitely a way to do it for sure because obviously you're taking that out of direct heat. But let's say the pan doesn't go the the flame doesn't go out. What do you do then? Whatever you do, do not put more water on that shit. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that's a that's a really good answer. That that is what exactly that's one of the things I wanted to hear.
1: Uh, uh other than that, I don't know. I'll probably just set it aside and I'll just shake the shit out of it, you know, until so, like the
0: fire <laughs> goes out. I, don't know. I treat it like so sometimes, all sometimes in life
1: like i just fucking hit
0: it and just like all right, are you done so what happens is sometimes when when you when you shake it it creates uh more fire because there's uh there's oxygen or like you know co2 or whatever that 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 hits the the flame what you do is you cover it with something bigger obviously something bigger so you cut off any sort of air that's coming into contact with the fire because you know like when you start bonfires or you start a barbecue, you, you kind of blow the embers and yeah. then it kind of reignites. It's, it's your... the same, it's the same, uh, it's the same concept, like with, with kitchen fires. So the, the fr- what you'd have to do is like, if you have a lid for that pan or pot or whatever, cover it and don't, don't let it up. You know what I mean? Or if you have another pan that's bigger and it'll cover it and it'll cut off, you know, like 90% of what the carbon dioxide or oxygen or whatever, cover it it's that's it, that's what that's a tip that i don't want to give out to the world
1: it's funny that you said that because i i don't know where i picked this up i don't know if i saw this on the food network or some shit like that but when i have a pan i always cover it with another
0: pan like i don't use a lid oh yeah that's what we do in the kitchen is that what you really do you guys don't have lids no nah, i mean not, not we don't have lids for everything we have lids for like obviously like making like stocks uh You know, if we, you know, sometimes um, we have like these big pots called rondos and those come with lids and like, you know, you could, you know, cover something, steam it. um, Or uh, sometimes what we would do is like we'd smoke carrots. We'd like hay smoke carrots inside of a rondo. So we'd get (coughs) a bunch of carrots laid out, get some hay, spread it out and light that bitch up with a fucking torch and cover it. And then that would end up smoking it. And then you rub off all the ash really good. Um, but essentially like for, for service, we don't really, I don't, I, I, at least for the last restaurant that I used, I mean, I used, I worked at, uh, we just use other, other, um, pans and pots to cover whatever pot we had on hand. It's faster. And, uh, you know, you don't have to clang around for lids because I feel like there's not really a place to keep lids, You know, and not everybody cooks with lids because of the whole steam thing. And, like, usually, like, when you're cooking on saute, you know, you want to have a nice sear or whatever it is that you're cooking may not need to be covered at the time. But for food, for the health department, like, things need to be covered. Oh,
1: just another pan. Boom. You know what? Maybe maybe
0: I was supposed to be a chef. Who
1: knows? Or maybe I'm just, like, out-home shit where I was just like, yeah, i seen this on TV. I'll try it out.
0: I feel like everybody starts out as an at home in home chef and you know, there's, there's, there are some really, really dope home home, like home cooks that are, that, that have skills and Excel way beyond uh, the, you know, the average cook. And, and I'm talking not in technique, but in, in overall flavor plating creativity, you know, cause what they teach you in culinary school is, are the basics. You know what I mean, and like it's really up to you to to master it and get better at it. Uh, but you know, there are, I know I know a lot of home cooks that are way better than some of the cooks that I've hired in the past, and it's quite surprising. That's that's wild. I mean, yo, who knows, bro? You could you should definitely like try it out. You know, you you should what you should do is you should go into a one restaurant a month and work for free for a day to see how service is. Uh, that 's called a trail, oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I know about that, yeah, you know what I mean, so you could you could definitely do that just to be like mate if i'm if i'm if 'm cut out for it, or you know if you do like trails once a month or once every other week, just for shits and giggles, you could actually end up learning a lot yeah, instead yeah. of going to school
1: i i've seen I used to work at a French bakery, and I was the barista guy, and I was just in in the front making coffee and shit, flirting with girls and I remember we had a um a pastry chef in the back, he was showing me a lot of shit. And we had those people just coming in, just randomly, just like, yeah, you know, I just want to sit in and, and take a look or help out. They, sometimes we had students and stuff like that. It, but he was, that guy was good, man. He was making these things called shoes, and he'll fill it with cream and put, like, flowers and strawberries in that bitch. Oh, he, yeah. He, pff, but pastries are different, man. I feel like when it comes to pastries, when you're, like, baking something and you fuck it up, it's, like, game over. When, it's, when it comes to food, you put too much salt, you can fix that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Baking is a whole different beast. My 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 brother's wife is an amazing pastry chef, and she's worked at Mad like Mad dope restaurants across uh all over New York and in Houston as well. And bro, she is a killer in the kitchen. But pastry is the 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 whole pastry department is like one of those things that like I'm still not very good at. Not saying that I can't get better at it, but I definitely don't have the patience to like you know, like let's say we're making fucking uh, uh, like phyllo dough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta like, you gotta like, you know, roll it out real thin and and fold it and then chill it and then fold it again and then chill it again and then keep adding layers of butter and like shit. I'm like, I I can't do that. I don't have the patience for it because you know I I don't have that. I don't I don't have that pastry finesse that you know some of these cats have and like it's actually really wild to see them at work because they're so delicate with what whatever they create and i think it's fucking i think it's sick i think it's absolutely amazing
1: you know why it's because we're guys man we're, we're just always in a rush we're just like yeah i just want this shit done when it comes to girls i'll i know a lot of great pastry stuff that are girls
0: shout outs to um ah fuck kimberly
1: camara son. She's yo like, i was
0: just about to say bro kim camara she is a fucking beast
1: oh her amazing. her donuts look
0: phenomenal i'm just like damn she put flan in that bitch I know, bro. I, yo, I, I got to hit her up for my fucking my order. But, yo, she is she is great. I think she's super fucking talented. And, and I know she's going to make it far in the industry. And, like, yo, big kudos to her. Like, I have mad respect for her. Because she is literally, like, she is the one. She is the one. She's, do not fuck with her. She's doing it out here, man. Do not Hell challenge yeah.
1: her in a fucking baking battle. She'll cook circles all around.
0: I would not challenge her in a baking battle. No, absolutely not.
1: And she'll do it with that sweet little smile she has, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, I've never met her in person, but she is my, she's my boy's cousin. So like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not like, you know, I, like I would love to work with her one day. Cause I remember she hit me up one time to do a collab for one of my dinners. And that's definitely one thing that I would love to have because, you know, you want to surround yourself with people that will help improve your skill. And like, I feel like, especially at a time like this with, you know, a lot of people, you know, having problems with a lot of people, I think the best thing you could do is uplift your community, uplift your people, and work together. You know what I mean? And I love to work with her. So, Kim, if you listen to this, let's do it. Let's work together. I know you got shit going on. I know COVID's going on, but yo, whenever this shit settles, like we got to collab. And, you know, Jet's going to be there to host and be our, be our MC for the night. Chicka, chicka. I'll MC. I got this. I think. I don't know. I
1: don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just doing it. <laughs> Yo, I, so I bumped into your old uh, DJ stuff. Do you know who Ross is? Epics. Oh my god! You, <laughs> you
0: really went. You really went deep. Holy shit! Yeah. This Hell is yeah. I,
1: this is what I do, man. This is my podcast. I I gotta know who I'm interviewing.
0: Oh my god, that is amazing. Yeah, dude, Ross is epics. I started a MySpace, and I fucking, I fucking, I put up like two or three videos on YouTube of like. You try to mix it on virtual DJ without a fucking, without a, a fucking a, a a table thing. You were on a straight yeah. keyboard. Yo, that has mouse and keyboard. And I tried to do all the fucking scratching and the crossfading <laughs> and all that shit with a fucking mouse.
1: It wasn't bad, man. You had one Kanye West one, I wonder. And I was just like, yo, it's not that
0: bad. Oh, yeah, that was that was my favorite one, actually. That one came out pretty good. That, that, yeah, that was, like, <laughs> 2007, 2008. Maybe earlier. I, I don't I was, know. I just... Maybe earlier. And I was just like, yo, damn, I really wish I could do this. But, you know, like, growing up, your parents wanted to do some practical shit. So I just, like, I gave up on it. And, like, you know, fucking almost 20 years later, I, I bought a fucking – I actually bought, like, one of those – I bought a Newmark DJ to go to, like, this mini fucking turntable. That's pretty fun but goddamn Ross is epic. That was Ross's That was the Epics. time of my life where I was like damn, I want to be a DJ. <laughs> yo, I so mean I never went through you could DJ it. and make
1: food at the same time? Maybe that that's like a restaurant theme out there. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I, I, yo, that is so funny that you said that cuz I was talking to I was talking to Karen about how we wanted to do our future restaurant and like I wanted it to be like a venue, but not like some corny shit. Like I wanted to be like I wanted to have like like, you know, a dinner service with like some super sexy like you know chill like maybe like french fucking like some french shit some you know some some with some real fucking finesse music you know what i mean have like a nice playlist and then you know friday thursday friday saturday nights we'll have fucking dj sets yeah. you know with with the bar open and you know what i mean because like i i love music i love djing i think it's a great fucking talent um and like whatever, I, I do like bullshit DJing on the side. Like I'll just I'll just mix shit and like whatever. Um, but I yo shout out to all the DJs out there because they're you guys are fucking phenomenal. And um yeah, I think you know, I think you're onto something, man, because we had the same idea for doing like some sort of like some fucking Michelin star dinner slash DJ venue. I like it's I don't think it's been done. I don't think I don't think there's a Michelin star restaurant. That also has a fucking venue for DJs.
1: I, I think it would be pretty sick. But whatever you do, do not make it. You, this, it's very easy to make it cheesy. But That sounded lame as fuck. <laughs> Don't serve your food on a fucking, like, on a, on a record, bro.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Don't no, do that. No. We, we're, we're doing it on fucking ceramic, beautiful, you know, crafted ceramic plates. You know, we already have a, we have a ceramic supplier. Uh, making our plates for us. which she makes custom plates for us. Shout out Bull Rush. Um, and we're potentially gonna be working with a new uh ceramics uh group. These uh, three girls that I actually just had an interview with the other day. They're super. They're super super chill. Um, you know, I, I think I appreciate the the work, the art in uh in in crafting really good dinnerware. You Know forks, knives, plates, cups, all that jazz. I think it makes the experience of eating uh, at a restaurant way better than you know. I love takeout food, I love like you know, I love really in your face. Like, you know, um, hey, yo, have you ever been to this place in, in, in Brooklyn in Williamsburg called Pop's Diner? It's no longer there. No, no,
1: it sounds familiar though.
0: Yeah, it's on it's on uh Bedford and North 8th. It was on Bedford and North 8th, and one of my homegirls uh used to run the place, and it was my favorite 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 diner in in Williamsburg it was the food was phenomenal <clears throat> it was a super small it was a super small place but that was the late night spot and you know they would serve shade on like you know the the red plastic like those old school like plastic like french fry uh trays oh and they'd serve your sandwich shit. on those trays yeah, you know what I mean yeah with the with the wax paper <laughs> and um you know I don't I don't discriminate against that but I think if we're trying to hold to a standard, you know, definitely, like, ceramic plates. But I love I love diners. I love really, like, straightforward, like, this is a fucking chicken sandwich with buffalo sauce and blue cheese dressing and lettuce and tomato with some fucking cheese fries on the side. It's so simple but so fucking delicious. Oh, my God. I miss – I really do miss that place. I'm kind of salivating right now because I haven't been there since it's been closed. And I remember I came back from Miami. uh from a from a bachelor's trip, and uh, everyone was tagging up the wall. So I found one spot uh, to tag up, and I wrote I wrote the names of all the strippers that 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 that, 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 that I danced with on that wall. And I was like, I, I forgot what year was. it was. like 2017. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I left I left my uh, I left my legacy there. I was like, at extra condiments, shout out whoever forgot the names i remember one of them was venice i just remember one name it was venice
1: that's pretty sick man but you know what
0: i i feel like yeah that opportunity
1: might be coming up real soon i mean you know COVID's still going on but i I feel like by soon i mean like you know maybe next couple years who knows but i feel like a lot of storefronts are closing you know a lot of places going bankrupt a lot of people don't have the money to pay for the rent It it might be your shot because with all these things closing and being for rent, that might be your opportunity to just get in there and swoop in.
0: I mean, to be honest with you, uh, my goal when I started when I started my culinary career was to open a restaurant before 30. And I technically have opened a restaurant, not mine. I helped out somebody who was looking for a sous chef for a new startup restaurant. But uh yeah, my goal is to I want it to open up by the time I was twenty-eight. I'm gonna be twenty-seven in September. So I have you know, not not saying that it's a it's a fucking rush, but you know, I have a year to see if I can still do that. And I mean, with the way things are going now, with how many people are taking interest in, in Fire Kitchen and you know, maybe getting into new uh new ventures in the near future. Hopefully I'll find the one person that really believes in me is like here take this money, I'm going to invest in you, you're going to pay me back, obviously, but, you know, you're going to, you, I believe in what you do, and, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm praying, I am praying for that to happen. I'm, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not asking for, like, handouts, you know what I mean? Because I know a lot of people that get by in life, you know, asking for handouts, and they surprisingly get them. You know what I mean? Um, But I, I'm definitely trying to work my way into meeting people who are really, you know, interested and want to Help me help a uh, help a nice poor Filipino <laughs> kid, uh, uh you know, get get his foot in the door of the restaurant world yeah. and, and uh, open a restaurant.
1: Shit, I hope so too, man. But we we don't do handouts here. We work hard for our stuff.
0: Yeah, we, we don't do hard. handouts, baby. No
1: handouts. We only we sweat we sweat on our food.
0: Hell yeah, absolutely, blood, sweat, and tears, baby. Oh no, at salt, at salt and iron. <laughs> I have a question for you, man. uh, Real real quick, before we uh, we wrap things up, I mean, if you were to open up a spot anywhere in the world, where would you open up?
1: Anywhere in the world?
0: uh, uh, Yeah, okay. Let let me narrow it down. Anywhere in New York, where would you open up? Oh, Brooklyn. Where?
1: Yeah, Brooklyn's where it's at. I feel like Brooklyn is always... Every time you go to Brooklyn, you will see something new. It's up and coming, you know. Brooklyn used to be hood. Now it's just like, it's, it's, it's gentrified and shit like that. It's times have changed. People love Brooklyn. You, there's different parts of Brooklyn that you can still be in the hood, like Flatbush, or not, not even Flatbush. You could be in fucking Brownsville, but then other parts is just like, no. <coughs> you have Williamsburg. There's so many parts of Brooklyn where it's just like, it's it's a lot of cultures there, and I feel like right. you know you'd be putting food out there. You know, there's more bars, there's more clubs. People like going out there.
0: That's true. That's very true. Very very true.
1: Cool, cool, cool. I think that's it.
0: Hell yeah, this is great. This was fun. You know, any you
1: <clears throat> any plugs you want to put in there?
0: Um, shout out. Well, first of all, shout out the Jet Set. You know, what I'm saying that's the most important one right now for for having me on this fun ass podcast. I hope to be doing another one with you soon. Um, uh, definitely want to shout out Fire Kitchen, F Y E H Kitchen. That's my that's my. I wouldn't call it my restaurant, but that's that's my brand, that's what we do right now. We host private dinners. Uh, you can find me at Extra Condiments on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, shout out Karen for being the most supportive, you know, partner in the world. So I love you. Thank you. Um, shout out God for you know for having us still here alive and healthy. Uh, and I believe I believe that's it. Thank you, Jethro, for 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 doing this.
1: Yeah, no problem, man.